Get an A and your house can be worth millions. Get an F and good luck trying to sell it. Welcome to the Orlando Real Estate Lifestyle Podcast, where we explore the intersection of Orlando real estate and your best life. I'm Phil Cruz, here to help you make the most out of your journey in the city beautiful. Today, I'll be sharing with you how public schools are graded in the state of Florida and how they can affect your property values. What is the most reliable source to check school grades? And how can you work to improve your school's grade? Quick side note, if you or anyone you know needs real estate help, point them to me. Part of the reason I provide this free content to you is in the hopes that you will think of me when it's your time or your family member's time or your best friend's time to make a real estate move. Hook me up. I've had multiple clients over the years that said, Phil, I simply have to be in that school zone. You probably have a friend like that too. Maybe you're that person. And they say, whatever it takes, get me in that school zone. Well, I always tell them, budget permitting, I will absolutely get you and your kids into that zone. The key there, of course, is the word budget. As you likely know, home prices are driven in large part by the quality of the surrounding schools, and this quality has been neatly defined and packaged by the state of Florida as an easy to identify with letter grade. Who doesn't love a good A, right? How does the state come up with that letter grade anyway? So I had a strong desire when my first son started attending kindergarten to get involved with the school and understand what the heck was going on in there and to find out how I could affect their school actions uh, due, due to a number of books I read. Um, there's something called the School Advisory Council or SAC program. I got involved with SAC and I'm so glad that I did. And I highly recommend that you do as well. And participating in that SAC program is where I first learned about the school grading system. And I've learned a lot about how my school and other public schools work. Very, very interesting. Elementary school, middle school, high school, and, and then K through eight schools, which is a hybrid. They all have a different Florida statewide assessment program or FAST testing protocol. So all the students have to take these FAST tests throughout the year, and it differs between whether you're in one of those types of schools, how the, the, uh, the FAST test is broken down to yield a school grade. For example, every year there's roughly 10 categories. Some years there's 10, some years there's seven categories associated with the FAST test that the state of Florida is looking at. So they're not actually looking at the entire breadth of that uh, FAST test scoring data. And not though therefore, not the entire student body is being considered when they are making the school grade. For example, looking at the FAST testing categories and looking at some of the other data associated with the schools for one particular year, and yes, it changes every year, <laughs> It might be math for the whole school. What's the fast testing data say for the math for that entire school? But only science 
for fifth and eighth graders, maybe only civics for fifth and eighth graders. It could be just second grade's total proficiency in general. How do they do in all categories? Just second grade though, not the entire school. Or the level of improvement of just the bottom performing 25% of students. So it's a, a jigsaw puzzle missing a bunch of pieces. And that's what they use year, every, year after year to continuously grade our schools here in this beautiful state of Florida. So a huge factor in the school grading is a word I mentioned earlier, proficiency, and something defined as learning gains. Now, proficiency is defined on a one through five system. A student gets a one, bad. Five is great. And a student going from one number to another, let's say from a two to a three, that is considered a learning gain. So they're looking at total proficiency and they're looking a lot at learning gains. Learning gains are huge. And really, in my opinion, the best way to assess a school for how well they're doing. We wanna take students and not only keep them proficient, but actually accelerate them forward. Now it's goofy. Every year, these things change. Not only do the categories change, not only does the testing metrics seem to change every couple of years, but even something as easy to understand as learning gains. Oh, did they go for a two to three? That used to be a half point scoring system. So if you went from, if the student went from a one to one and a half, that was considered a learning gain and it was a positive score uh, towards the overall formula of letter grading for that school. Uh, so it's goofy. And again, it changes yearly. The only thing clear about most of this is that it is complicated and it forces principals, administrators, and teachers to change how and what they teach or where to put the most effort in order to improve specific students or to improve specific areas of study, all in search of that coveted A grade. Sitting in that first SAC meeting where I was first exposed to this stuff, I was completely shocked hearing about how much strategizing is done and how much time and effort is used by the school staff to try and improve or at least maintain a school's grade. But if these schools want to get extra funds, they have to improve their letter grade, okay? They have to go for a C to a B or a B to an A or maintain an A, they already got it. They don't do that, they don't get this extra pot of money. And as you can imagine, this can create a vicious cycle, making it extremely hard for the lowest rated schools receiving the least amount of extra funds to improve. But where can we even find a school's grade? And can you trust that source? Before I jump into that, hook a brother up and subscribe to my podcast. And while you're there, leave a quick five-star review. It only takes two seconds. And hit the little symbol of the square with the arrow pointing up and share my podcast with a friend or post the link on social media. I'd really appreciate it. Now, families looking for their next home always ask me, Phil, what school is this home zone for? And what is the grade of that school? It can actually be hard to find if you don't know where to go. And there are some alternative resources that can further confuse you. For example, Zillow has its own rating system that some people trust. But that rating really comes from another website called greatschools.org. And it's a one through 10 system. 
So it kind of confuses people. Well, do I look at the letter grade published by the state or do I look at Zillow's one through 10 and, and how do they compare? They don't really compare. It's confusing. So anyway, Zillow's comes from gradeschools.org. Zillow's own website urges you to look at your county's resources before making any decisions. So that should be a clear indicator of what you need to do. Uh, for example, the school that my kids go to is a B, as in boy, rated school, but Zillow has it as a four out of 10. I'll tell you what, it's an amazing school. So I just throw that four out of 10 in the trash and move forward. But what if you do want that actual grade, right? You don't want to trust that Zillow source like I don't. Most real estate agents don't. We advise, I advise you to not even look at that Zillow score. I advise you not even really look at the Zillow Zestimate either, the value of your home, and find a professional resource like me or the, the school, state of Florida's uh, own rating system. So you love the grade. You love the A, you love the B. You can Google the Florida Department of Education school grades, and you'll find a downloadable, might be hard to find, but you'll find it, a downloadable and searchable spreadsheet. So search a document for the school's name that your school, that uh, your home is zoned for, and you'll get more info than you care to know. And yes, also the school grade. But what if you don't even know the school that your property or probably the one you want to buy is zoned for? Luckily here in Orange County, which is the biggest county in Central Florida, which with most of my listeners are probably live in, Orange County has an awesome website, the property appraisers website, Orange County property appraisers. And if you just put in the address of the property you want to buy or your property, and you click on the location info tab, it's going to show you right there, all the schools, the public schools you're zoned for, elementary, middle, K through eight, high school, right? And, and, and it's going to show the grades right there. It's always from the previous year, of course, because that's where the data comes from and the year before. So you see the last two school grades. And in addition, while I'm on that subject, it also tells you who the utilities are, OUC, Duke, uh, the water utility, and it even tells you your trash pickup days. So that's a fun side tip. A lot of people forget or don't know their trash and recycling pickup days. It's right there for you. Now, if you're outside of Orange County, you need to check the particular county's website to see a school map. Also, some real estate agents have tools that can provide searchability by school zone, like I do. And those same agents, like me, can help you understand how those schools affect home prices. And of course, speaking of real estate agents, I am one. And one of my main lead sources are listeners like you. Hit me up via DM on social media at underscore Phil Cruz with a K. If you or a friend, family member are looking to sell or buy a home in Orlando, or just shoot me a text. My number is always in the episode description of my podcast on your platform, podcast platform. So you understand that school grades directly affect home prices. How exactly? In 2023, the New York Times estimated that a 5% increase in a school's test scores correlates with a 2.5% increase in the surrounding neighborhood's home prices. The Brookings Institute, also during last year, published a report stating that the average home changed in price by about $205,000 depending on if it's a high-performing school district versus a low-performing one. Wow. Well then, how can you help to improve the grade of your kid's school 
obviously helps your kid, but then of course could uh, you could enjoy the gains associated with those studies that we that I just mentioned. The number one thing, of course, is get involved. Change does not happen without action, and action does not happen without individuals like you going out there and doing something about what you're passionate about. For me, it started with reading books about education when my young kids uh, started down that path. Uh, the number one book that I read was called The Knowledge Gap by Natalie Wexler. I highly recommend it. I'll include a link to it uh, in the show notes. It basically outlines what I agree with uh, the author on of how best to educate our kids, which is basically teach them knowledge and everything else comes. The more knowledge we can cram in their heads, the easier they'll be able to understand vocabulary, understand new concepts and critically think because their heads will be filled with more information to connect and create abstract and creative ideas and problem solving. Also, teachers versus tech is a big one. Uh, the smartest kids in the world is a big one. Uh, check them out, but consume what you deem necessary. Educate yourself. Join the SAC program, the student or the school advisory council. They meet once a month, typically, um, and it's usually about an hour. Generally speaking, the principal is going to attend, the assistant principal, and some, some of the key administrators. That is where you can directly affect, and I'm telling you, you directly affect how the school is run. Um, you know, I actually was able to donate a number of books to the principal at my child's school, as well as some teachers and administrators through the relationship I generated there. I was able to suggest some ways for the principal and his staff to more efficiently uh, display messages to get information across to teachers about things like school uh, bullying, uh, traffic flows in the lines, and, and other important things. Go and speak at school board meetings. Those are public. Anybody can walk in. You may have seen on the news or on social media some of the craziness that goes on at these school board meetings. Well, you can be the one with the level head that gets up and talks on the podium about how we can actually improve schools. Work to better understand the mechanisms and work with your school through their SAC program to improve those areas that are being graded on on that particular year of the school year. Trust me, they sit down and they pick that apart and work with the specific teachers, pull the special kids aside that need to be, uh, get uh, that are best. Imagine this, they, they identify the individual students that they think are gonna make those learning gains and give them extra tutoring time so that they can go ahead and make that, that learning gain, go from a two to a three or four to a five on that next round of testing. It's that specific. If parents out there get involved, and inspire the administration to do so. It's no surprise that the most engaged communities have the best schools. You can improve your score, school, and you can improve, and we can improve all schools together. And of course, you can bring up your home values. Clearly, I'm here to help you. <laughs> if you have any questions about your school's grade or what the best schools are in your desired area, hit me up. Don't forget, I'm a listing specialist and can help you sell your home and help to get to help you to find your uh, and get your family into your preferred school district. For more Orlando real estate and lifestyle tips, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at underscore Phil Cruz, of course, Cruz with a K. And just take the five seconds to like my podcast and share your link with your network. And always know 
Your best life in Orlando is within reach. Keep embracing every moment. Cheers.